0: Uh, to our town hall this evening. It is a a, a pleasure and a privilege for me to get to moderate uh, this discussion. I'm looking forward to it. And I'd also like to uh, have a a warm welcome to Mrs. Tomita, a warm Nashville welcome. Uh, The ambassador said earlier that his warm back is on the bread on the show to sample Nashville hot chicken. So maybe that will be on a return visit at, uh, at some point. In any event, I've got a few questions. We're gonna open it up for questions to the audience uh, before we're finished, but I believe that the ambassador has a few introductory remarks that he would like to make.
1: Well, thank you very much, and uh, um, thank you very much for that gracious uh, introduction, Mr. Puka. And I really appreciate the uh, message uh, sent by uh, Senator Hagerty. And uh, you know, he, he's done a great service to the uh federations uh, when he was ambassador to Japan. And I'm so pleased that he's uh, continuing his role as a great promoter of a friendship in his current uh, capacity as a, as a senator. By the way, I'm I, uh, going to uh, go to Knoxville tomorrow uh, to, the, to do the memorial lecture for another great ambassador, Howard Baker. Um, so uh, producing not just one, but two great ambassadors to Japan uh, is a great contribution to this. For the uh, to the uh, Japan, the friendship between the two countries, and uh, that said, I think uh, perhaps uh, in order to uh, put our discussion today in in perspective, I I just like to uh, give you the sense of what's happening in Washington in terms of overall bilateral relations between Japan and the United States, and and my take on how this means for the partnership between Japan and Tennessee. And then now we want going to the QA session. Um, as um, as Mr. Brooke alluded, I, I took up my post uh, in January this year, a week after the uh, inauguration of the new administration. And my immediate task was to to establish the uh, line of communication with the new administration, and I feel extremely fortunate uh, to be able to establish very quickly, a very strong rapport between the leaders of the two governments. Uh, you might recall that uh, Ram Suga was the uh, the first foreign leader uh, to be accepted by the the administration for the in-person meeting with the president. And actually. Uh, Prime Suga visited uh, uh, Washington a second time earlier uh, uh, in September for the core uh, uh, leaders meeting. So uh, while majority of countries uh, not succeeding in sending their leaders to Washington uh, just once, I uh, had a two Prime Minister's visit. So uh, uh, after taking up my post uh, you know, several months. I was the MD of town, the <laughs> diplomatic uh, corps there. But uh, the reason why um, we are receiving such a close attention from the administration, of course, is a reflection of the uh, uh, traditional ties that exist between our two countries. But also, I think this, the, the development has been driven by the increasing focus the administration is putting on the university region. And this shift of focus has been driven by the increasing concern about strategic competition with China. So, of course, uh, between uh, Japanese government and even the Biden administration, we are, basically, there's a kind of continuity in what we do in terms of our cooperation. But increasingly, we we, Need to refocus our alliance, you know, into uh, to 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 respond to this emerging challenge that is called strategic competition in China. So what um, this entails in practical terms, I think I can point to um, three or four areas uh, as a areas of priorities. The first area of priorities, of course, uh, upgrading our alliance. Uh, uh, strengthening our uh, deterrent and uh, our capabilities in the face of a uh, uh, very troubling evolution in the military situation, the security situation in the Pacific region. I think that is the um, uh, foremost uh, objective that we need to pursue together uh, in the coming 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 uh, years. And the, the second area is the the area of stre- strengthening our economic competitiveness and resilience because strategic competition is not just question of security um, uh, you know rivalry but also it involves the question of economic security you know all the questions like uh, the supply chains and so on so forth so in order to fight this competition from the position of strength we need to make our economy from more resilient. So that is an area where I think Japan and the United States will be uh, making a lot of efforts. In practical terms, this will involve, for instance, uh, trying to maintain our edge in science and technology uh, uh, innovation. So they'll be uh, putting a lot of emphasis in science and technology collaboration, business collaboration, and so on and so forth. Also, uh, this area of cooperation involves, as I mentioned, the protecting the very sensitive supply chains. So, there are a number of areas out there uh, in Japan and the United States can work together in the context of uh, the economic uh, competitiveness and uh, resilience. The third area is uh, the broader you know, diplomatic efforts to, to engage the broader community in the Pacific region. Um, it's, a, it's an effort to uh, uh, create a new alignment of nations sharing their values and principles. So you start to hear all these new acronyms, like COOP or uh, AUKUS. These are the attempt to create you know new, new alignment of countries sharing problems in principle. Because the is not just between Japan, the US on the one hand, and the China. in we, we need to engage the border in the, in the Pacific region. And this is uh, one the priority areas for the uh, bilateral cooperation. The fourth area is. Uh, I think Japan and the United States need to continue to play a leading role in the global efforts to, to find the solutions to global challenges like the climate change. Of course, we are talking about competition, but we are doing this competition in the ever-increasing globalizing you know, world. So although we, we need to uh, have a competitive relation with China, but sometimes you have to work with it. Um, so, but, uh, whether or not the countries like the US, Japan can uh, offer effective leadership for this, these global uh, challenges matters in the context of the strategic condition as well. Uh, you remember the, uh, all these maneuvers about the vaccine diplomacy policies. This is a, uh, you know, uh, how effectively we can respond to this challenge is a test whether our system actually works. So I think this is another area Japan and the US need to, to cooperate. So I pointed to um, you know, three, four areas. But uh, the, the, the point I am trying to make is uh, the bilateral collaboration, cooperation published between Japan and the United States uh, is going to have increasing focus o- on this question of strategic competition. So what does this mean for, for Tennessee? I think, you know, this, this collaboration is making uh, partnership between Japan and the United States stronger. So this always well for the uh, uh, partnership between Japan and Tennessee. Because uh, our bilateral relations are strong, our partnership uh, between Japan and Tennessee is also strong, you see. And, uh, Uh, A couple of areas I pointed to uh, the question of economic uh, competitiveness, strength, and cooperation uh, uh, in terms of climate change. All these uh, uh, policy objectives uh, need to be uh, pursued on the basis of very robust business and economic cooperation. And uh, this robust business cooperation is what uh, you know, Tennessee is blessed with. Uh, so I think the, we have a very strong presence of auto industry uh, here in, in Tennessee. But uh, They'll be making a lot of investment, new investment uh, in transition to the uh, new type of technology, EV, hydrogen, and so forth. And also, Tennessee is creating a new ecosystem for the uh, cutting edge industry like uh, IT or health. I think those are the areas where Japan and uh, you know, two governments are putting a lot of emphasis. So there's a lot of uh, great prospect that, uh, I, I think, uh, for further strengthening uh, uh, our collaboration. So I'm looking forward to, to working toward that objective and uh, Consul General uh, Fukushima-san uh, will be uh, in this effort and, uh, you know, uh, I very much hope that we can work together for, for the, uh, even stronger partnership. So that, that's, with that I, I uh,
0: move to the uh, Q&A session. Okay. Thank you very much, Ambassador, that was, uh, super. Uh, let me start out with China, uh, if I mind. Uh, China's growth and expansion uh, over the last decade or two has lots of American observers really worried about uh, their objectives and so forth. So would you mind commenting on, from a Japanese perspective, uh, what is China up to? What do you think their objectives are <laughs> uh, going forward? And is it more than strategic competition? And whatever those objectives are, could you comment kind of in a big picture way, uh, what's the right foreign policy strategy to thwart that, if I could use the word threat, to thwart the Chinese threat, and I guess bring them into, a, again, into a peaceful and cooperative global community? You know, I. I, I talked about
1: strategic competition with China, and uh, I think it's, it's uh, catching public imagination uh, uh, recently, and a lot of people are um, getting more and more worried about you know the future of our relation with China, and some people even started you know uh, talking about the advent of the new Cold War, for in instance. But I, I think. Uh, uh, we have to be careful um, in uh, thinking about strategy toward China because um, we have really big differences from, from the uh, um, the time we, we fought Cold War, um, you know, 40, 30, 40 years ago. The one big difference is China is not the Soviet Union. The Soviet Union was Pretty much one-dimensional power, you know, very strong in military department, but not much else. But China is completely different animal. You see. It's uh, the second-largest economy in the world, deeply integrated into the uh, global economy, and uh, 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 and also, as I as I alluded in my earlier remarks, China shares responsibility to contribute positively to the, uh, the, the global efforts uh, to, to address the, uh, the various uh, challenges like in climate change and so and so forth. So, so I think we, we, we need to uh, uh, first, um, I think the important study is to have a clear understanding of what China represents in the, uh, the context of today's international nation. The second big difference from the, uh, the Cold War is this competition, as I said in my remarks, has been fought amid the uh, uh, ever-increasing globalization. So you, you have to take into account the, uh, the importance of interdependence. So if you, you, know, you, you talk about economic competition, resilience, and so on, so forth. But uh, if you look at the, you know, the serious problems of blackness, for instance, I, I've met uh, a lot of people here in uh, Tennessee, uh, but uh, you know, they are extremely concerned about the, the shortage of semiconductors. You know. So it's not, it's not very simple. You know, uh, undertaking. So, to to uh, address the, uh, the the challenge with China. So, on the one hand, of course, we, we need to respond to some of the uh, you know troubling aspect of Chinese view. I already talked about the uh, the need to step up the uh, security cooperation. But the there are areas, we, we need to uh, to work with China. And also, we need to. There are areas we 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 have to compete against China. And uh, uh, so, this is going to be very complex undertaking. So uh, that calls for very uh, close coordination between our two countries. That's something we are trying to work on.
0: Thank you. Uh, Well, I guess somewhat related to that. uh, at least, in my opinion, over the last uh, in, in, over the last several decades, uh, Japan has uh, developed a reputation for being very adept in its use of soft power—foreign uh, trade, uh, foreign investment, uh, 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 national values, diplomatic objectives, and so forth. And uh, but one of the developments in Japan that's gotten a lot of press over here over the last few years has been that the uh, LDP has, uh, I think been in support of a meaningful increase in the defense budget, to 1% of uh, GDP or perhaps as much as 2%. And also there's been some uh, legislation about uh, allowing Japan to uh, play a military role in collective defense, not just uh, self-defense. And I was wondering if that, uh, portends a different uh, diplomatic strategy for Japan in the future? Uh, Or uh, is that uh, soft power still going to lead the way uh, uh, overwhelmingly?
1: Well, um, if I may uh, start uh, by (coughs) talking about our security policy, because uh, that's something I've been uh, focused on as, as a professional diplomat, I uh, spent many years uh, doing the security policy. And uh, as you mentioned, we have seen some, some changes uh, in our defense posture. And also, uh, uh, there has been a series of uh, legislative reviews of, of the traditional defense policy. Um, I think uh, what's happening is, uh, I think Japanese people are starting to realize we uh, uh, are living in a quite different world from the uh, during the Cold War time. You know when we concluded the uh, the security uh, um, uh, alliance within the United states. Um, at that time, I think.